0: Good day, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Flight of the Next podcast. You're joined by me, Holly, Dean, and Jonathan. We're going to talk about the matches against Western Sydney Wanderers that happened yesterday. So we'll start with the men. Uh, 3 p.m. kickoff. It was rather warm. Uh and ended in a nibble. We defended well. What are the thoughts? Uh, so Dean was there.
1: My gut feeling is based on the way things were set up. I think we'd set out just to get a point. Um, there was very little in the way of attack. Uh, and it seemed around about half time, just before half time, you'll notice that we just nearly scored with a great header from, from Nico. But that was really our only sort of decent attack. Everything else was sort of just, yeah, I think going towards that point. And to be fair about that, I think on a 30 degree, uh, yeah, about 30 degrees in the shade, I think, 30 degree afternoon. Away to Western Sydney who, Wanderers, who are a very good team. I think yeah, a point, most people would be happy with that. I'd like to think in the future we'll see more attacking enterprise. But um, yeah, I think a point away
0: is good. Hull, who do you think had had a good game? Alex fucking Paulson, what a gem! I was when when we were gonna sign a, a second keeper. I was like, they're going to push Alex out of that number one spot. Um, how sad, because he's he's great. He's a lovely guy as well. Uh, the first save he put up in like the sixth minute was incredible. It's going to be probably, as it might easily be his save of the season. Um, maybe one of the saves of the season for the league. So that was incredible. So he had an incredible, incredible game. Um, yeah, I think we, we defended well. There's a lot of defending. I think there were... Um, 17 shots or something along those lines from (laughs) Wanderers. So they were really just peppering us. But we defended so well, uh, partly in thanks to Paulson, but also just like, I mean, Scott Wharton, for example, put up a ton of really important blocks. Our XG was, I think, 0.16. So I think that's pretty telling about how little attack we did. But for me, in the heat, uh, Wanderers are a decent team. And in addition to that, the fact that, you know, it's the first half of the season. It's the first match of the season. If we want to play a little bit defensively, I I don't mind. So, yeah, it wasn't great from an attacking point of view, but I'm happy with the point. I actually cheered when the final whistle went because I was like, totally okay, like that's, that's good. Like, okay, I'm happy with that considering we were bombarded.
1: Uh, Paulson, for me, looked so assured. His hands and his footwork were great. You know, just receiving the pass backs to his feet, no problem. There's no palpitations for me, which is which is unusual when we're seeing the ball being passed back to the keeper. He is calm, assured, and in control. And yeah, look, number one for me. Just want to also point out, Alex Rufer had a terrific game as well. He was just involved and getting stuck in. You know, it was like a, just a, a, a day down the mines for him. It was just doing all the dirty work. But, it was probably the best I've seen him play in a very long time. So hats off to Alex Smover. He stood out to me along with Paulson as a really great contributor uh, to us getting a point.
0: So our next game is against Perth. That's at home. Um, how are we feeling? So I did see a bit of the Perth Glory match against Jets, and Ollie Sahel did not have a good game. It was oh he had an <laughs> absolute shocker in stoppage time that let jets score um so that'll be interesting to have him come home um what are we thinking i i think we can beat perth uh, I maybe feel, not by much i feel like
1: we will beat perth if we show a little more attacking enterprise which i think we will perth will have that long trip it's also going to be sort of like very early in their day as well and so, yeah, I, I'm feeling confident about uh, perhaps even a one-one nil win at home against Perth. And this, for me, and you're going to lead on to this, but yeah, you know, this this really was the curtain raiser
0: for the main event. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good man.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I but that sort of covered the main, really, because not that much happened in that game apart from the wonderful defending. Let's talk about the woman. Uh, I was expecting – I, I was hoping for a win. And actually, when we talked last week, we had predictions of a couple said 2-0 uh, and then a couple of people said 3-0, and they were quite right. And I honestly, it easily could have been a couple more yeah. than that. Um, we played – I think we played the better team the whole game. There was a period at the beginning of the second half where – Wanderers were playing decently, but at the end of the day, especially at the end of the match, uh, that last half hour, it was all us. That last fifteen minutes, especially, oh. absolutely all us. Um, and what a wonderful, just a wonderful. It was so. I just the whole time on the way home, I just had this grin on my face. It was beautiful. Thoughts, Jonathan. Um, <clears throat> I we we were onto something.
2: We've really like the the team that we have the. The players that are there, um, we have. I was thinking about this today. We've got so much depth in the midfield and the front field now. uh, Players are really going to have to compete to 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 get on to the pitch. And you know, the injection of Davison and Speckmeyer um, and and um, Hope just they make all the difference. They really they just add a different level of competitiveness and professionalism to the team, which just it's it's the little things that they do right
1: that make all the difference, in in my view. Yep, I agree. For for me, the standout players yesterday were our young players who have just come into the squad, but I think the invisible work that that the Visa players put in probably set that up. So... It's, it's Yeah, it's a great combination, but it's just, for me, it was watching these Kiwi kids, for lack of a better word, popping up, scoring a couple of goals, setting up a couple of goals, bouncing things off the crossbar, and having a great time. It was like, yeah, been waiting for this for a couple of seasons.
0: Absolutely incredible. Uh, Macy was, I mean, so many of them were were great, but yeah, M- Macy really had a fantastic game, and in fact, with uh, picked her as our player of the match, for that one, uh, she put up a couple of really blinding runs um in the first half, a shot that came off the crossbar, and then of course that goal in the second part. Um, Elliott again, great game. so uh, it's it just feels like it's coming together. it's it's coming together, and it's so good. It's so good to watch, like we just this is the performance. this is what we've been building to, you know. After that game, like I said, I had a grin on my face. It was I felt so good about that performance. It sort of was probably only topped by the first win that we had against Canberra and what a milestone that was. That that's probably so it's probably the second happiest I've I've been following this team just because it was so dominant. It wasn't it was it was just it was beautiful. And we're we're privileged to follow this team. You really, really are.
1: And we think of that lineup, and then you think of the three senior players who didn't travel. Longo, Winham, and Robertson. And we can put a performance like that without those three. If we get those on the pitch all together or one at a time, yeah, it's just going to be even more exciting. Mm.
2: I actually um, I, I fired off a quick message to, to Anneli Longo this morning saying, you know, can we will we expect you back in the next round? And she was like, yes. I was like, well, you're going to have to work hard to to, to <laughs> get a starting spot over Macy Fraser because Macy's, you know, that number six, she's owning that position. So it's a, it's a really interesting conundrum for the coaching team to think, who do, we, who do we have on the field? Does Kate Taylor stay in? Does Kate Taylor drop out? Does Kate go back to the back four? If Kate goes back to the defensive line, who comes out of the defensive line? Because is playing good football. McKinsey Barry's playing good football. Um,
1: interesting times ahead. If you're, if you're looking for a turning point in that game, we're 1-0 ahead. And Wanderers were attacking straight after that. They had that breakaway. It was essentially almost a one-on-one. But Mac Barry got back and she did that block. And then from then on, they had nothing. It was just like a significant turning point for me. And then as Holly says, yeah, that, that 29 minutes, it was just all us. It was like someone had flicked a switch and maybe Wanderers are just sort of, I don't know, switched off or whatever. But we just went into sort of like beast mode. And yeah, it was great to be there to watch that.
0: I feel a little bit for the Wanderers. Uh, so we have a couple of uh, friends who are Wanderers fans. Uh, so... We- we had Megan Borg and Tommy come over, and uh, my former uh, grassroots coach, Alan, came over and sat with us as well. And you can see it's a little bit depressing for them. I think it was um, a huge blow that Caceres came off. Yeah, for them, um, she's a very good player. Uh, I hope she's okay because she literally had to be stretched off, and that's always a massive concern. Um, but yeah, for them, I, uh, they seem kind of resigned. To their fate, and I, I really do feel for them because they're, they're a program that could be much better than they um, yeah. than they are at the moment.
1: They will be able to have Millie Clay playing for them in a couple of weeks. Just um, sadly, not this week.
2: On just on that Holly, um, sorry, on that Caceres injury. Watching it on on the telly, it it looked like a pretty innocuous knock. Like it, it didn't. It, there wasn't a full on. Um, ankle under the attacking player's body or anything like that. So it'll be interesting to know what actually the injury is. Maybe potentially it's a snapped tendon or something like that um, because evidently Caceres was in a lot of pain when she was lying on the ground. And as you say, getting stretched it off, that's that's a serious injury. So really feel quite... it, It didn't look all that bad, but something's gone horribly wrong.
0: Is a dreaded, the most dreaded three letters in yeah. women's football is ACL. Uh, so I, I really hope that that's uh, not going to be a once around thing. Obviously, uh, Tobin copped an ACL injury last week, so I, I really hope that that's not what's going on. As much as you want, you know, the, your opposition team to be as weak as possible, it's it's not what you like to see. Um, it's it's kind of funny that.
1: Supporters of the team that have won the wooden spoon two times in a row are feeling sorry for Western Centre. <laughs> <tray. laughs> <laughs> but having sat there and sat with, with Megan and Tom, yeah I, I, yeah, I could certainly empathize with how they feel.
2: Because Wanderers are not a bad site, they've got talent to the you know, had a good game yesterday, Beth Gordon, um, yeah, she was she was. Good on the ball. They brought their young lady on Eunice, the mm-hmm. youngest ever player in the A League at fourteen years and something or another days. So the Wanderers are not a bad team, but as you as you reflected, then it's kind of they resigned themselves to losing at some point.
1: I mean, they they were good and they were competitive, but we were so of we were the best team, and they once a once. A... The block happened i thought oh it's not our day and it's just like just suddenly this these acres of space just opened up and and you know um, up and down the, the sidelines it was great shout outs to mariana for her goal her initial first goal second game well done nice header from about like three centimeters out but, but you'll take it it was great for us to sort of uh, score off a set piece
0: i think she was falling backwards Mm. As well, Um, and we actually weren't even entirely sure if it was at the time an own goal uh, because of the way that it came in, and one of the uh, Wanderers players sort of kicked at it and it went in, but it must have already gone in. So, yeah, Um, how good to see her, her going, Um, especially after being the sort of weird convergence of uh, injuries in the preseason so um yeah how good um the crowd was uh i the the men's the rbb showed up with the men's game they sang the whole time they're really good with that and then they all sort of just basically just cleared out and disappeared like i know it was hot but basically their bay entirely emptied and the, the drum was gone there was no chanting so i felt like we were by far the strongest uh active active support there but we had people leave as well a lot of people didn't know that we actually had a women's game afterwards which is a bit of a concern and then a lot of people who i actually i went and spoke to people before the men's game ended and um there were a lot of excuses about why they couldn't stay that i don't know would be given if it was a men's game that was coming up some of them i'm sure were very valid right like i'm not you know gonna shit on everybody who left? Like it was a Sunday and it was hot. But um, well, I was disappointed with how many people left. But those of us who stayed were treated to a real cracker. And, um, you know, we got this lovely photo at the end uh, of the match with um, us and the cup and um, most of the players, which was just one of those, those moments. I got to hold that cup. It is enormous. What a trophy! First silverware, like I know it's only like a, you know, it's the just, sister just, city cup. I mean that it was just that escalation to the point where, like, you know, you go from the wooden spoon, you go from hardly winning games to to actually having a piece of silverware. Actually, I was thinking, I'm glad that um, Mickey Foster was the one who received it and not Mickey Robertson because I'm pretty sure that trophy was the same size as Mickey Robertson.
1: was <laughs> massive. <laughs> no, they would have had to leave her in in Sydney uh, to get the trophy. They would sort of like swap seats.
0: You just put his, put her in the luggage. Yeah.
1: Just you know, on they, the um, on the active support, it was
2: really good because like the little corner really stood out on the TV broadcast, which was really good. And you know the the TV broadcast is specifically zoned. You know the camera guys were zoning in, going, "Hey, look, we've got active support. This is what it's about." So, um, well done for that.
1: Did you did you hear us on the telly? Could you hear us?
2: Um, a bit, not not a whole lot of noise, um, but more the, the visual just really stood out.
1: We had a three-year-old cheerleader, um, little Jai, I think his name is, leading us and chanting, and that was that was great. Yeah. Just one reflection on the commentary from this week, and
2: and that yeah, really at these games they need to have two commentators. Because when it's one person commentating on the match and what and they just literally kind of talking to themselves, it was almost it almost sounded like he would have been better at at, at um yeah calling a race a horse race because his sentences were so so short and clipped yeah like hey, and has passed off to Taylor and now to Zeta, and there it goes um but I think when there's two commentators it just makes the, it just makes it much more interesting for the viewers at home um that was my only reflection on the commentary but you guys were sitting in the shade how could i mean
1: were there many people around you would it be about 30. i mean yeah the rbb uh, t- to be fair they were in the sun the whole time so uh, i think they were i think they're in the sun the whole time yeah. so so 90 minutes in the sun quite draining but yeah disappointing for wanderers that they didn't stick around. But. Um, it's like for, for us and the people who live for us, it's like you've just had a meal of mashed potatoes with no salt and then you don't have the dessert. And the dessert is like this amazing ice cream sundae with like hundreds and thousands of on it and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you've, you've just sat through that and um, then you've gone without seeing what the um, yeah the dessert is. It's like you've missed up.
0: I think that stadium, uh, it, it really... It's it's not great on a hot day. I've sat in the hot sun at Combank, um, and what they've done is they've put the side with the um, with the tunnel and the benches. It's all corporate seating. So it's not like regular fans that are there, and they're all in the shade. And on the other side, you've got the regular seating, and it's a nice, it's a nice stadium to watch football in when it's not too hot because there's not a bad seat in the house. And the noise stays in. It's it's really great, but um, there would have been less people seen on the broadcast for the men's game because a bunch of people had just actually moved all the way up to the top stand where there was some shade. So the, the what it looked like on the broadcast would have been really bad, but we're quite lucky. Uh, the away bay was basically in the shade for, you know, well, both of the games.
1: And hats off to both teams for coming over after the game. Yeah. So we had everybody come over. Uh, you may or may not see on Twitter, but we we managed to give our Oscar Zavada his um, his uh, award for last year. So I'm glad to get rid of that because it's, it's three kilograms of glass and I would carried it almost across Sydney by myself. And so I'm, I'm glad to get rid of that bloody thing. So but, what was the... This what was the story behind the uh the cardboard begging thing well, you know that sort of like as you see on footage in most games there's the cardboard signs everybody says, please may I have your shirt please my shirt so we're just sort of trying to do a little reverse of that we've managed to do it twice now so we've done it for um annabelle martin and now we just did a little cheeky little sign for Oscar of asking him to accept this shirt then if you zoom in on the picture you'll see at the bottom it says also please keep your shirt I'm not sure that we we're expecting the trophy to be awarded because that the team was sort of gathered in the middle, and then somebody called um, uh, Foster over to go and get something, and then sort of somebody sort of started sort of talking about this trophy, and and then that just the looks at everybody's faces, and the celebrations was was, was great. They just like they were just sort of like overjoyed, um, and yeah, it was great just to see our Americans just sort of like just wow, we won something already, and then just sort of like jumping up and down and happy, and and just everybody was just sort of. It was great to win but that was just the cherry on the dessert with hundreds and thousands on it was um yeah i think quite a a sneaky little trophy to it
2: so just uh what do you guys So, just on the on the flip side of things because we've been all optimistic and cherry so far just something that i noticed yesterday i think perhaps we need the team might need to focus on and that's the the defenders on the set piece um I just noticed a few times that Marissa Vandermeer and Mackenzie Barry are getting a bit f- caught flat footed um, on their set piece defending. As you said, Dean, when they're in motion, Mackenzie Barry is an absolute rock model um, defender. But it just, there's a few times on the set piece that was kind of like, oh, we're oh, just, while there is a just,
1: yeah. I'll have to check that because I sort of, obviously, I'm there and I've got my rose tinted goggles on and and everything's looking good. So I'll have to uh, look at the replacement and just see. I mean, the the physical and 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 big enough to be able to sort of you know handle and, and marshal themselves in the area. But I'll, I'll, I'll check it. So something that didn't stand out. Yeah, I I don't think there was any sort of negatives. I mean, maybe just the whole how long it took us to score, That's um, or that that um there wasn't enough time because yeah, re- really we wanted seven, uh, and we came pretty close. Yeah, as as Paul mentioned, you know, um, we could have had six. I mean, Kate Taylor just won either side of the post from, from corners. I mean, uh, Macy, uh, I'd say, off the crossbar and another uh, to the right. So the fact that we're making that many um, chances, and they were decent chances, it wasn't just like somebody's trying to run onto a ball, you know, 40 metres out. It, it was like really good chances. and that Thrilled about everything.
0: So the next game, as uh, so they're not playing this coming weekend, I'm not sure why it might be an international international break break again. Oh, the ferns play. I know that they are. Right, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, international break then. Uh, so they're not playing uh, the Snow Dub next this coming weekend. The next match for the ladies is with the double header uh, with Brisbane Raw in uh, at Sky Stadium. So I'd normally say, oh yeah, yeah, we can beat Raw with the the team that we've got and how we're going. Raw have actually played really well. They beat Sydney FC. Um, they've got to make a Yallop. They've really, they've sort of been a disappointing team, I think the last couple of years, but, uh, you know, they've, they've had two good wins. I think, did they beat Western United the week before? Was it Western United? A top, yeah. yeah. So they've, they've been good. Uh, what do you think? Um, I mean, I, I feel like we could beat anybody at the moment <laughs> after yesterday, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a draw. What do you guys think?
1: I'm going 2-1 to the Phoenix. Um with the home ground support, with yeah. the Foster Street kids up in the stands, sort of yeah. like seeing them home, I, I'm thinking, and the, the yellow fever, of course. Uh, yeah, 2-1 to us. I won't tell you the goal scorers, is just you. I'm going to I'm gonna err
2: on the side of caution and I'll, I'm not caution, but I'm just going to go the other way. I think it'll be 2-2 two, two draw. I mean, the, the, the Raw are sitting top of the table, they're playing classy football, so are we. We're unlucky to... um have be, I'd be 1 for 2 but i just i think it'll be a it'll, i was saying to my um, daughter who lives in wellington i said if you need to be at that match that's going to be a humdinger. that's going to be a really good game what about you
0: holly oh so I, I think i think probably maybe a draw um i'd be happy with a win i was just going to look at the table because um we're fourth on the table we're above sydney fc
2: we're, <laughs> Sorry, we're, again. we're uh, melbourne victory
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if we stopped the count, like everybody who's in the top six would be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I, I, we're on top of the table. Um well, no, sorry, sorry. That's perf that yeah, at the table. Jesus. Okay, well, either way, um, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, no no game this uh, weekend uh the men will play Perth, so we'll be all sure to tune into that.
2: But on that, Perth have played two home games, haven't they? So Perth, I don't know that. I don't know the Perth the Perth women have been on the road yet. So yeah, pretty sure that because they they played the first week in Macedonia Park, and then this weekend I think they played at home again. So I wouldn't read too much into Perth being top of the table. Sorry, Grace Charlie, but we're going to beat you.
1: Just one quick keeping up with our exes. Are we saying that? Is that what we're calling it? We still love our exes. There we go. That's what it should be called. Um, Izzy Gomez put the cross in for the goal against Central Coast Mariers on Friday night. Well done to Izzy. Mm. So that that was the only sort of match that I managed to see where we had sort of... Um, Friends in the game, if you will.
0: I don't know. I couldn't remember I can't remember anywhere else at the moment. Um
2: there was it was enough there was another one, funny one Dean, similar to the week to the preseason where Izzy Gambies comes in, causes oh, yeah. a reaction, and then quietly disappears out the back to say, It wasn't me, it wasn't me. You know, um, and then there was a, a, another, yeah, and then there was the, you know, that incredible pass, and then there was
1: the whole, oh look, there's a player just as he doing his he
2: things it was good it was good she's a, she's a competitor so that was cool to watch yep.
0: any final comments covered everything i reckon
2: oh just one one last comment from me and how good was kelly brown when she came on at the end kelly brown came on last year did not play i don't think she had a contract at all this year she comes back she signs up for the next Boom! She's she's um she's a she's a baller. She's gonna be pushing the team for to, for goals. So very excited to have Kelly back.
1: Happy times, good times awake. week.
0: Yes, many good times. All right. Well, thank you for everyone uh, joining us. Um, please subscribe. Uh, we're on the podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Um, condolences to Denise Duffy who couldn't join us today because she is shoveling horse poo. Uh, either way, uh, thanks everybody. Uh, have a good, uh, have a good week, and we'll see you next.